everyone. Hello, hello. Going higher together. Hey, how's the sound, everyone? Can you hear me okay? Everybody here okay? I just heard a little interference. Those who are watching, let us know if you can hear us okay. Give us a thumbs up in the comments if you can hear us okay. If you can't, let us know that also. But we want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Going Higher Together. This is actually episode 45. Wow. We've done 45 episodes, you guys. <laughs> That's really exciting. Um, so we thank you for joining us for another episode. And I'm your host. I'm Coach Tara Tucker. And um, we have Shakita and India. India is a, do I call you a lifestyle blogger or a content creator? But she does her thing on Instagram, you guys. If you're not watching her, following her, you should. It's, uh, India, can you let them know a little bit about what you do? Hey, y'all. Hopefully you don't hear too much interference because my mic is like, I don't know. It picks up my clothes moving. Um, but I am a lifestyle content creator. Um, I have a YouTube. I am on Instagram. And I also am trying to get my blog back up and running. So basically, I talk about mom things, faith things, beauty and style, everyday life type of things. My goal is to empower women to live their best lives as themselves and to feel like they're not by themselves because we're not. That's a big lie from the enemy that he makes you think that you're by yourself, mm -hmm. but you're not. Um, so that's my main goal. So follow me on Instagram, India Patrice. India Patrice on YouTube as well. Amen, amen. I wonder, should I turn this? Hold on, you guys, if I should turn my camera. And Shakita, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Tell us what you do. <laughs> Hello, I know that everybody. you have a heart for women. Yes, I oh. do. If yeah, um, well, y'all should know me, but I'm Shakita. Um, I'm about to start um, a blog, basically, for single women self-care love knowing that you're worthy um those are my goals um as a mother of two so um it's just more of self-care and just um being a single mom and knowing that you're not by yourself and this you know just the statistics and the things that society put on you um your identity is not in that it's in god as a single mother so really don't even call yourself single because mm -hmm. god has you so basically um that's what um my goal is um my blog will be coming up will be coming soon but you can follow me at shakita underscore family um that's where it will be and um any updates will be on that um instagram i like that um don't call yourself single. i've never heard anyone say it like that don't call yourself single because you're not because god is with you yeah i love it i love it so you see i am with some um phenomenal women and um, I help and coach women also, black professional women, just to get rid of the negative self-talk and also to walk in confidence and purpose and to see possibilities. If you don't get nothing else from walking with me, you're gonna see some possibilities. <laughs> you're gonna know that God is able. So I coach in that space and also to get that book written if you're looking to write a book. So reach out to us you can find me at i am tara tucker on instagram and these ladies gave you their handle um so yeah let's get started tonight we're speaking to moms we're very excited 
we all are moms. We have children of different ages. So we're going to have some straight talk, um, some mom talk. I'm going to let them kind of lead this because this is their area. This is a, you know, their space. So um, I'm thankful for you guys joining us. Share this with other moms that you know engage with us. And yeah, let's get started. We're going to open up with prayer and invite the Lord in. So come on, get your, get your minds ready. Let's get it. Hey, Diana, I can see you. Thank you, Father. Father God, we thank you and bless you. We honor you. We thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for allowing us to be here today. We thank you for allowing us to be in front of your people again, Father. We do not take it lightly at all. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. And we ask you to forgive us for those things that we've done or said that goes against your will and your way, Father. Those things that were done with pride, those things that uh, were, were not mixed with faith when we didn't when we didn't believe you, when we doubted you, Father. Forgive us. We repent right now in the name of Jesus. And we ask that your spirit rest, rule, and abide here, that it decreases us and you increase, Father, because you know what people need to hear whether they're watching it live or the replay. We know, and this thanks to you, Father, that you allow people to continually replay our episodes. We bless your holy name for that. You know who needs to hear what. So speak through us tonight. Speak through India. Speak through Shakita. Speak through me. Whatever they need, Father. There's a song that says, whatever you need is in the room. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Lord, that whatever is needed is in the room, Father. So we thank you and bless you and we honor you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Whew, you guys. So let's talk. Let's talk about moms. Moms. I'm a mother of three. I have a 22-year-old daughter, a 16, soon-to-be 17-year-old daughter, and a 15-year-old son. So I am dealing with teenage issues. I'm dealing with the older daughter that I kind of want out the house, but I kind of don't want out the house because she's my ace boom. You know, I like her with me, <laughs> but I kind of want her to go and, you know, be an adult. So uh, my other ones are in high school and I'm dealing with homeschool. It's difficult because they are the ones who need to be in the classroom. So it's difficult. Um, that That is difficult for us. We, we're maneuvering that. And not, it's not that simple. I know I've heard some people say they're having a great time. Their children are just thriving. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, that's not my story, but that's okay. You know, that's okay. It's a little bit of a struggle here, but we're working through it. We're working through it and we're getting through it. So, yeah, so that's my story. That's my mom's story with my children in homeschool. What's going on with you guys? Um, what's your new normal like, Kiki and India, as far as school? And then you can branch out from there however you want to however you wanna go. Tell us about first the ages of your children and how many children you have. We'll start with you, Kiki. Oh, okay. Um, hi, you guys. Um, I'm a mother of a ooh, 11 year old boy and um, a five year old, about to be six, um, named Zoe, and my son name is Kevon. Um, they're they're both virtual for now. And um, as a mother, my new number, my new normal, is something different every day. <laughs> so, well, I'm just I'm learning how um to have um, patience. Um, balance and not be so um 
what I want to worry, I want to say, like sometimes we still get caught up and so worried. I just let some of that stuff slide off. I don't get too frustrated because I have to understand that this is new for my children as well. So um, my new normal is for me, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm adjusting. Um, I'm being um, slow to anger and, and more patient to hearing what they're saying, giving myself grace. And it's to me it's just learning, learning every day because every day is not the same. So for me, like the Lord said, give you um, new mercies every day. So for me, I extend those on myself and my children, and we make the best of the situation that we're in. And know that um, I try to make it as, I'm going to say comfortable, but to the point where um, it's not too much on them. And sometimes they do need a break. So for me, it's, it's, it's learning. And adjustment and going with the flow, to be honest. Okay, so I have three kids. Um, I have a seven-year-old. I was like, I was about to say six-year-old. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a one-year-old. So that's a little bit of a different dynamic because my kids are a little smaller. Um, they are both doing virtual learning as of right now. Um, I will say in the beginning it was a little difficult, not even gonna lie. It was a little difficult. Um, but now that we're into the, what we're almost out the second semester, actually, now that we, when we started the second semester, it was a lot better. Um, my kids got different teachers that were more hands-on. So that helped me a lot. Um, I do have to juggle a little bit because I have a one-year-old. So while I'm trying to help the two older ones, it can be a little challenging, trying to keep her occupied and not let her turn into a TV kid watching TV or a tablet just because it's easier to keep her occupied. Um, and for me, I'm learning to go with the flow, like Kiki said. Like routines, like I thrive off of routines during the day, but let's be honest, it doesn't often go like that. And I don't want to like beat myself up if it doesn't. And then I'm learning how to put things in perspective. Like, okay, the dishes might have to stay in the sink a little bit longer because I got to do this. And I don't want to overextend myself because when I get frustrated, everybody's frustrated. The kids are frustrated. And like Kiki said, they've never done it before. The teachers have never done it before. So I'll be feeling bad for the teachers because sometimes they don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, so patience, go with the flow, um, a routine. And when I mean like routine, I don't mean like a strict routine, but just something. So I know like, okay, this is what needs to happen. This is what needs to happen next. They need to eat by this time so they can be back on the computer at this time. Um, it could be a little challenging, but it's going it's going pretty good now. It's going pretty good now. I I like that you guys said patience and all the things you said um, because it's new. Because we have been in it for a while. And I know that earlier in the um, maybe last year and maybe earlier or later in the year of last year, we started to kind of adapt and um, not be as frustrated, you know, so yeah, that's pretty but cool. I feel like but people it's are still doing ever changing issues. I think it's like ever changing though. Like yeah, you never know. Like this month it might be this way, but something else might happen next month. So then it automatically shifts to another, you know, thing. 
Um, like Kiki, I'm not sure. Well, actually, both of y'all, y'all both have kids in actual school. So I don't know, like March 1st, they're saying mm -hmm. that they're trying to be hybrid. So that's a different shift. Um, if, you know, if your kids are going back to school to be hybrid, I don't know how they're doing it at your kid's school, but at my kid's school, they're only going like a couple days a week. And then that's a whole nother situation with the shifting of the kids and then the kids having to learn another routine well into the school year um my kids won't be going back march 1st their school is going hybrid oh, hybrid so okay. we had okay. to let the teachers know if they were gonna you know do hybrid or not they don't have to they still have options i'm gonna keep my kids remote just for now, because I'm like, it's about to be March at this point, the year's over. And I just kind of want to see how it goes. Like before I, you know, throw them back in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. How <laughs> it's are y'all dealing like, um, cause you guys have smaller kids. How are y'all dealing? I know you're giving yourself grace and things like that. Um, what about the people who are watching who's like, some people may not even know how to do that. <laughs> you know, and everybody aren't believers. So what do you guys say to the women moms who may want some pointers from you ladies um, on how to give themselves grace or, or how to do their days where they're not stressed out with their children, but they're the ones who have small children or any children? Well, how do you guys do that? How do you give yourself grace? How do you not be stressed out? For me, I, as much as I don't like it all the time, I have to get up earlier than they get up. So they get up like at 7.30. I'm a little extreme with it. You ain't got to get up this early, but I'll get up like at five so I can have that moment to myself, to calm myself because I find that when I'm waking up with them, I feel like I'm rushing. Like I'm rushing to get this done. I'm rushing to get that done. So I get up early so I can have that moment of quietness to myself whether I'm reading, well, I try to read my Bible. Like now I try to do a little workout too. I even take a shower. So I'm like dressed. So I don't have to worry about that because if I don't and the day gets started, it might be one or two o'clock and I'm still walking around my pajamas with my bonnet on my head. So that is important for, to me, how I kind of keep myself sane. Um, I do a lot of stuff at nighttime. So like if I have laundry, like once they go to bed, I'll do that. Having them, your kids go to bed for me has been very helpful. Like they need to be in a bed by eight o'clock just because they need sleep. And I need so a moment to myself. <laughs> like I need a moment to myself to do whatever it is. Like you have to carve out that time for quiet. Cause even I find like, even if I'm washing dishes, I might not feel like doing it, but it's quiet and you just need that peace. Yeah. So I try to make sure I have that time at the beginning of the day. And then I have that time at the end of the night. And then I literally just don't care. Like if my house looks like a tornado by the end of the night, it'll just have to look like a tornado. And I'll just put that on the next day. Because if you let all that overwhelm your mind, like I said, you'll be frustrated. You're going to be yelling at the kids. Like everybody's going to be frustrated. So helpful tip, if you can't, even if it's like an hour a half an hour earlier than them. If you have smaller kids, make sure they take naps. Like Leah will take her nap for at least two hours every day. Like I need that time. So try to carve out that time earlier or later if you can. So, yeah, 
I like I that. I address uh, Angela. You guys, you see Angela's um, comment? Come, yeah. She says, hi, ladies. It has been a challenge. I have a 15-year-old with special needs here in Hampton, Virginia. We are still fully virtual. So before you go on, Kiki, um, India, can Angela use what you just said? And then Kiki also, um, I would like you to address that also. Um, I know with special needs, that can be tricky because I know um, I don't have a special needs child, but I do have like friends that have special needs children. And I know that it was a little tricky with um, the help that they give them. They in the beginning, they weren't able to do it. And I know that special needs kids are like probably better when it's face to face. But for Angela, like if you can you're gonna have to carve out some time by yourself during the day, whether it's early in the morning or later in the in the afternoon. I feel like, especially with the pandemic, as mothers, we're so worried about everybody else around us. Like, are they okay? Da -da 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 -da. You will literally go crazy if you do not stop and take a moment to yourself. It might take a sacrifice. Like I said, you might sacrifice getting up early or later, but you're gonna need that moment just so you can breathe and either regroup yourself for the day or start your day off like in a certain mental state of relaxation. I was not familiar with Zoom, but now I am. Yeah, Zoom is hard. <laughs> Zoom was hard, especially with um, the virtual learning. And I know like some of the kids' teachers, they really weren't familiar with it either. So I had like a moment where my five-year-old was on class and the teacher dropped off and all the kids are like, what's going on? What happened to the teacher? And I was just standing around like, oh my God, I hope she gets back on. She got back on. But I would say, just make sure you get some time to yourself. Um, and I know I keep saying about routines, but they really do work. You don't have to have like a strict routine, even if you do like block scheduling, like where you know from like eight to 10, like I know we're gonna eat breakfast, they're going to be on Zoom for this amount of time. So then when they're on Zoom for this amount of time, I might be able to wash dishes. I might be able to read my devotional, like block schedule your day somehow. So it's not like running chaotic, even though it might go chaotic anyway, but it'll be like a more controlled chaotic because you know what is next and what you have to do. I agree. I agree. Um, Angela, do you have any support? That's one thing that I would say. Um, everything India said, because you do need your give yourself grace and you need to carve out time for yourself and know that this is a learning experience for all involved. Um, for me, support system. Um, like I said, I have my sister and um I have my cousin, Monica and Sierra, they're both are very, very, you know, even if it's 10 minutes to talk to me in the morning, you know, how you doing here. I have grown up time. I'm, I have someone else I can talk to this other than the kids, but support system. Um, get someone you trust. Um, you know, someone who knows your situation that you can share. Cause I found myself even just having a conversation. You know, how was you doing? What you doing? How was work? Other than that, it gets my my mind off something else. So for me, I would say a some type of support system, someone that you can kind of call and y'all can lean on each other and be each other's support in this verse because it, it's just it's a uh, something that's new it's new for the teachers it's new for the students it's new for um the moms and the fathers it's new 
But I also know there's there's a need for not only special needs, but the children that's having a harder time learning on the web. So for me, I'm one of the moms that support going back to school. For me, um, they just rolled out there. So because the need was so high, they had to do a lottery. Um, there was moms frustrated. And I understand because I was a working mom. And then I'm a single mom. So I understand the burdens of having to be a teacher, be everything I want. And it's trying to support. It's hard. So I understand where they're coming from. Um, they're only doing 15 to a class. They gave us the rollout. It will be Monday through Thursday, um, 8 to 3.30. Um, only students come in. Um, I know how it looks. Um, most of the teachers will be returning. Um, a lot of teachers were advocating at my school for it too, because the need for the students, when I literally say they're so behind, some of these kids needs one-on-one learning, some of them, parents both work and it's been stress. There's been times where I'm on Zoom and my kids, um, my, I hear students say, well, we've been home all day. You know, my parents gone. It's just me here. You know, it's just situations like that you know so i am one who's who do support like i said we support whatever whatever you go with or every situation that you find yourself dealing with and whatever decision you make you make it for best for your household for your family and then with that you have to have faith that the lord is going to keep you and whatever you do but i do believe that the ones who really need it if it comes down to it, let the ones who's really struggling and they're in situations where their kids need that one-on-one time. Like I said, um, even if I don't get picked, I would rather for the ones who need it to do. And like I said, um, God is still supporting me and blessing me. And like I said, I'm glad for the support I do have. So whatever decision you ladies make as a mother, don't feel bad about it. Don't beat yourself up about it. You take whatever... You, concerns and issues you have with the lord and you leave it there and you let him handle it you take that burden off of mm. you you still can do take precautions there's precautions anything but for me i'm learning are we instilling fear in our children i've been dealing with that mm. for the longest yeah, sometimes it. it's unintentional so don't it's unintentional this is something that just happened and it was just you have to react and, it, and it's okay to be scared. Don't get me wrong. It's okay. But be careful to tread that line. Are you instilling fear in your children? That's something as a mother that's concerned mm. me personally with the Lord. I remember my, um, so my sister Zoe, they have this, um, like a jump climbing. And, you know, she, she told me a video and Zoe was just climbing. And my son, he's 11. Yeah. I don't want to jump off that thing too high. He got, cause he kind of, he fear heights. But when I seen her, she was full, just like, no. And she just jumped. She just, she's five. Wow. When I look at her, I don't want to take that away from her. You can still, like I said, take precaution, but I don't want to take that. I don't want to install that fear. Cause sometimes as parents, we worry, and it's okay to worry, but we worry too much where it's now 
is affecting our children. They're doing, oh, you can't do that. No, 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 no. I don't want to go outside. I don't, you know, it's kids that five, their mothers, they have not been outside. The kids' ways are sad. Yes. So that's why I said for me. I didn't know that. You have to. It's been times where even if it's on the front porch, oh. I remember I had to say, keep on. We took well, I took both of my kids out one time and we just sat there and breathed the air. Best. Just breathe because it's stressful. It's stressful. That's why we have to be careful to totem that line. Are we? This is a question. And it's a question that you can ask yourself. Are you instilling fear into your children? And yes, you can be knowingly and unknowingly. It's saying all things have wisdom. Have mm-hmm. wisdom. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I personally been that's dealing good. with. And, and, and the way that I look at it, because I don't want to take away that fire that's within my children. I don't want to take, I want to, I'm one of those mother who, uh, this generation don't, um, they give up. They need like back in the day, survival mode, you know, we do what we do with the best. We have perseverance. This generation is kind of like losing it a little bit because it's like the mid- we don't know how to get pushed past mm-hmm. that. So how do I teach my how do I teach my child that in this day? This is a prime example. Like things gonna happen. I'm not gonna always be there. I'm not gonna I'm, I'm just gonna be telling you, I'm not gonna always mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. I have to believe that God's gonna keep them. Their walk is their own walk. Their path is their own path. Our job mm-hmm. is the Bible say teach them in, in their ways and they would not depart. We by nature we are nurturers. So teach them the tools that they need, but don't install certain things to keep them from developing, from growing, from learning how to make a decision. What mm-hmm. is the right or wrong thing to do? That's what's for me. A lot of my decision is I don't want to install fear. Am I even if I'm there? I have that's a line that I don't want to cross. Is I'm doing it because I'm gonna. It's my. I don't have that much faith. What is it going with? And if even if you're dealing with that, that's between you and God. Mm-hmm. And people out there respect. I want everyone as a mother to respect every mother choice. Don't mm-hmm. down them if they choose to stay home, and do not down them if they choose to go out. That's not what we we mm-hmm. we, we we can disagree. To agree, agree to disagree, but do not bash anyone for their decision as a mother. I'm sorry, y'all. That's good. Where you going here? No, 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 girl. That was awesome. <laughs> that was necessary, Kiki. I was, I was writing little notes down from both of you. Routines work. You need a support system, and you don't want to fear in your children. Um, when you said you ask yourself questions, that's a, a coaching um, tool also because it heightens your self-awareness when you ask questions of why am I responding this way? Why do I feel like this? Um, that brings up and heightens your self-awareness and gets you closer to knowing how you operate and how you move. And it also makes you less judgmental because you're, you're fully aware of what's going on with you and you understand that it's not necessarily externally um is influencing you it's internally you know like where did it come from why am i why am i responding this way so i like that you said that i like that you question yourself because why do i feel this way and why am i afraid to send them or why am i afraid not to send them you know and not to shame anyone no one should be shamed 
You know, we don't shame because yep. we may not have the same situation, but we have a situation. So just like Angela's talking about, she said that a few of her friends have full lives and they don't get what it's like to have a child with autism. But she does have um, a supportive husband, which is awesome. And um, he's yeah. working hard to take care of them. And Angela, that should be that's awesome. That should be applauded. That's a blessing. And even though you don't have, you have friends with full lives, even if we don't have that issue, we have we have an issue. So we should be able to have compassion for our, our brothers and sisters and our friends, even if we don't share the exact same issue. Um, if you can have a support group, as Kiki was saying, a support group works also. You may, there are other mothers with um, children with autism. There are a lot of support groups. I remember having some major issues. I was dealing with something in particular and I found two support groups on Facebook. When I say you guys, I didn't even know them people, but they helped me tremendously. Just sharing your stories, talking back and forth, it helps me tremendously because it's something about community. It's something about being around people who know what you're, what, what it's like, who can really relate to what you're going through. There's something to be said about that. It really is. So support systems do work. So if you don't have it directly, um, Angela, you can probably find some support groups, even on Andy, you got any? What was the last thing you said, Tara? Because you froze and kind of went out. Oh, yeah. I was just talking. Oh, I for all, oh, man. Oh, man, I froze. I was talking about support groups. I was saying that Angela could find a support group on Facebook and how helpful it was to have community and have people who can relate to what you've gone through. Sometimes it may not be people you know. You know, you may have to go in another atmosphere because it happened for me. I was dealing with something and I went to um, these groups and it just really helped me see what I wasn't seeing. And I, you know, you hear something, you're like, wait a minute, that's it. That's what I'm going through right there. <laughs> you just said it. So, yeah, I was just um, encouraging Angela. If she doesn't have the support within her community, go outside of it. And, oh, see, she has. My Instagram group has been great. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. There are groups out here that should be utilized. Look for groups, do searches, and find groups of uh, your same interest. And you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed at how beneficial they can be. But, yeah, that's good, you guys. The routines, I'm, I'm getting something from it myself, even though I don't have small children, but I still, I have more kickback. I don't know if you guys get that, but I have more, they're older, so they want to, we don't have to do that, or, you know, I have to check behind them, you know, this and this, they said this, the teacher not here today, we got out early today, and you know, they're not always honest now. <laughs> I turned the work in already. I have to check behind, <laughs> I took a do you remember when we had um, Alyssa on? I took some cues from her and I put it into practice. I had them write out the assignment that was due and now we go through, okay, did you do that? Because if you can see it, you can keep up with it. Out of sight, out of mind. You close that laptop, nobody's thinking about it. And I also know some of the teachers are piling work on them. I don't know um, if other parents that are watching have high schoolers piling the work. And they're not getting the same um, support. So you just have all this work and I'm trying to help. And sometimes I'm like, what is this? I don't even know what this is. So it can get, but I am listening to like what you said, Kiki, to give myself some grace. Like this is new. Um, I even see my principal. 
he were going he was going to do finals. I said I don't think he should have finals. And there were other parents that did the same thing. We don't need to have final exams. They barely you you pile and work on. This is all new. Everyone isn't learning the same, and everybody isn't getting it. So X is the final. Let's just try to get through this year the best way we can. <laughs> and give these kids some grace <laughs> give them some agree yeah. what she said the teachers are stressed out yeah that's what india said the teachers are stressed out too some of these teachers yep mm-hmm. absolutely this is this whole year to me they should have just said listen chalk it up nobody should get a bad grade it's too much going on that's too much going yeah. on let's try again in 2022 <laughs> India, India put her hand down. Look, we're going to try again in 2022. Because it is affecting mental health also. Emotional health, spiritual health. It's affecting people. It is expect We may have different type of attitude. Like, oh, but we've had moments of being down. You know, some people, mm-hmm. those moments last a long time. And it's hard for them to get up. Everybody can just. And then, too, I think it depends on, like, the school or maybe the school district that your kids are in and how well um, of a job that they've done to prep, if some of them have prepped. I know a few, I know a couple people who teach at some of the schools, like, in the city and one of the schools, they didn't really prep as much as they should have. Um, I can say that I'm pleasantly, I'm pleasantly surprised and I'm actually kind of okay with my kids school they're very thorough they're constantly like hey we have counseling you know your kids having issues we can talk to you we can meet like there's a way we can do it they're always offering extra like for the um kids that are special needs they never went remote they still would schedule them out and still have them come so they still could do um, I think IEPs and different things like that. Um, so I think it depends on like the resources that you do have. Like I said, I'm very like happy about my That's kids. They did really good. They're super thorough. Like I got the teacher's phone number if I'm I need blessed. to text them. It wasn't like that the first <laughs> semester. First semester yeah, I was in something blessed. else and they was like, oh, you on your own. But now that I'm like back, like with the school, like... <laughs> It is like a world of a difference. And I kind of agree actually on the final yeah. thing because all the kids are learning at different rates, like in different paces. Um, mm-hmm. I think my kids are doing okay. Like they still gave Bailey like those standardized tests that they usually did. They've tested her. Like one test they said they didn't count because they felt like people's parents was helping them. The next test they did and she did pretty good. Like she did okay. So I was like, okay, well, maybe she is taking things in because I thought that for a moment too. Like I'm asking my husband, like, how do we really know? She's learning what she's supposed to be learning. Um, and they give her test at seven, and all her tests always come back really well. So I felt bad for Zoe because this was supposed to be like her first year, like in school, yeah. in school. Um, but she's been doing really good. Like, I'm just, I think my kids have done really good with what they've been dealt with, but that's not everybody's story, obviously. So, you know, we have to. No, that's blessed. You gotta make the best, like he was saying, you gotta make the best decision for your family. Like you literally gotta make the best decision for your family. 
Um, pray about it and make the best decision that you can. You know your kids' needs. Yeah. Like, be honest. You know. And then those she like, put in here. What'd she say? It didn't come up, so I can't see it. No, I was trying to read the comments. Oh, okay. You can't um, see it. Oh, it just came up now, definitely. Even in college, it's just so much oh. harder. Oh, yeah. Um, I did college online courses, and I hated online courses in college. Like, I hated it. I'd rather be in actual, you know, learning, like mm -hmm. in an actual classroom with the actual teacher. Listen. So, especially for little kids, even high school, that's I'm still kind of that. young to be you know, doing that. So I think our kids have been doing really well. But like I, like Kiki said, you know your family, you know your kids, mm. if they're behind or if they're like, for, like, you know the best thing for them. So make the best decision. No judgment. That's the one thing I, I'm like, I can't be in everybody's yeah. house. I can't no say for you, you know, you know your kids better. So do the best you can. And everybody has such And even be a different, Yeah. And everybody's got different things going on. Mm -hmm. People are working. Some people don't have the help. Like some people do have like grandparents or aunts or whoever. Some people don't have any help at all. Like, so yeah. you got to make the best decision for your family. And not be, and not feel bad about it. That's why I like that you guys keep uh, reinforcing. That's good for someone's mental and spiritual health to say, give yourself grace, you know, create a routine. But still, if the dishes have to stay, let them stay. Don't be so hard on yourself, you know, because we like, oh, it has to be this way and it has to be that way. Sometimes it's just not going to be that way. <laughs> you know, yeah. someone said, oh, Angela said, India, you are abundantly blessed. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. That's God. Not me. Yeah. That's God. Thank you. <laughs> so we wanted to also speak about um, what's going on in the world and how do you talk about that to your children? Has it even come up? Any questions? Any why are we even home, Mama? What is coronavirus? What anything? How do you talk to them about what's going on in the world? Like for me, um, we don't okay, so we try to get in the habit of not lying to our kids or overly fantasizing things. We like to give them stuff in doses where they mm -hmm. can understand. So there's certain things we'll address and other things we want to address. Like one thing we didn't address, for example, okay, George Floyd. They're too young to really understand all the Black Lives Matter and all that. So we don't go like too intensely with that. If they ask a question, they might happen to see something on TV. We'll give them like a kid-friendly answer. But Bailey is, well, Zoe's not really paying attention. But Bailey is now just starting to learn about like, you know, Black history and we were slaves and what a slave was. Mm. And sometimes people don't like us because, you know, the color of our skin. Like she's starting to like learn that stuff now. So we don't go like too heavy into it because wow. she don't understand it. However, with the coronavirus, we did tell them, basically we just told them it's a virus and it's making people really, really sick. And they don't know how people catch it. We can be in the same room and someone catches it. So they just want to keep everybody safe. And that's why you can't go. We can't do this or we can't do that. So they know it's coronavirus. Like for Valentine's Day, I think Bailey had an assignment and they asked like, no, or was it Martin Luther King Day? It was Martin Luther King Day. She had an assignment and they said, I have a dream. And her I have a dream was that she had a dream that she wished coronavirus was over because she's ready to go out. <laughs> 
Because Bailey like to socialize. So she like, why we can't go to the movies? Why we ain't doing this? Why we not doing that? Um, thank God she has cousins. So we do see she sees her cousins and we can get out a little bit. Um, but like I said, me and my husband decide, okay, we're gonna explain, we're not gonna lie to them and be like, Oh, you're not gonna understand. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's best to just try to give it to them in doses for their age. If she was older, like maybe 10 or 11, we probably could dive into it a little bit more. But you just give it to them straight and not, you know, make it up. And then you allow them to ask questions. You allow them to feel sad about it if they want to feel sad about it. You allow them to feel mad about it mm -hmm. if they want to feel mad about it. You let them go through those things and you let them say how they feel. That's how we've handled. That's good. What about you? How do you handle world events? Have they asked? But Kevon's older, so Kevon's well, older. So he, he kind of he have his own little question. She has her own question. But I think for a lot of them, they knew it was something, especially when the the first half hit. Because like I had a routine coming house. I had to. She had. She had be right there helping me take all the clothes off, take all the shoes, everything go down the basement. She hand me my robe. So for the first half, she know she knew that there was a routine. So okay, she's like, well, I knew something's going wrong. She has to protect herself, and she well, she doesn't want to bring something in the house. For my son, he's more detailed. Like, oh my, what is it? Was it? Is this just like the flu, or is this just you know? So he's more into it, and then. She asks him questions. So for me, I have a son who, when I say he asks questions, he asks questions. When he looks for himself, he looks for himself. When he goes, <laughs> what they say this, and my teacher said this. So it kind of it kind of helps me out a little bit because he's already engaged at his age to ask questions. And whatever he, he's not familiar with, then he'll come to me, okay, what does this mean? So for me, she looks up to her, little, her um, older brother. So I try to give it to her in little terms yeah. she means so she knows we have to wash her hand. She knows to wear her mask, um, how to dispose it. Every time she goes, she's like, Ma, I have my mask, an extra mask. If my cousin doesn't have one, she sanitize. Like she knows the rules and because it was so much. I had her so much of a routine. And then kind of went down a little bit, but she knows the end of basics. My son knows the more in-depth. As uh, what's going on, and then he still has this question. How did you? But for me, it's me, me being honest as a mom, and it's um try to make it to where they can understand it, where it's not too much on um their mental health. You know which one's age appropriate, and you know back and forth. That's how I, how I do it. I'm curious about something, Kiki, with because you have an older son. How did you handle the Black Lives? movement and everything that happened after George Floyd and everything that was happening last year. Did that come up? Did you guys have a conversation for you to explain what was going on? Trying to see if I even remember the conversation. I think we probably did. I think it was more of he he, he didn't understand it and he had to kind of like look at the history of how do we get to this point and um, what was the reason mm. And, you know, it, it goes back because, you know, it's evil and good. So in his eyes, he's just trying to figure out why so much of it, you know, in this day and age. And just, like, did y'all go through this? Or, you know, just trying to understand what's happening and why it's happening and how do you move forward 
you know, it's everybody like this. So, I mean, it's a lot of questions. It's, it's kind of hard, yeah. but, you know, um, I think the best thing we can do is is to let them let him know that, you know, he is worthy. You know, he, you know, he, say you are a person, you mean, you know, have some, mm-hmm. you know, self, because sometimes mm-hmm. in society, it'll make you, especially young black boys. So for me, I have to say, regardless of the situation, you are somebody, you, you know, you are loved, you, you know, know, you matter, you know, yeah. God, you know, God going to see you through. I have to like, it's like more like self-love and know that he's worthy as a, as, as a black boy, as a, because at one of the day we are okay. human, human race, but because this is a fallen nature that we live in, you're going to get that. But uh, for him, it's just, he does it. It's just for him. I think it's more a question of him just trying to soak it all in. And if he do have questions for me, you know, I'll answer it to my best ability but I just want him to keep an open mind and know that he's still um, worthy. And sometimes, I, like I said, I don't know why people act the way that they act and why it's, it is. But, you know, you got to mm. keep your head up. What's the word? You got to keep, you got to stay, have to keep them lifted. Lifted and, um, yeah. what they say, stay encouraged. You know, you don't want him mm-hmm. give, you don't want your kids to give up hope. You know? That's good. Yeah. Me. I like yeah. that. Not wanting them to give up hope because we, um, the way we perceive something is not the same way they perceive it. And you don't really know how they're taking it. You know what you say to them, you know what they say to you, but you really don't know what's going on inside. That'll come out in other ways. It may come out in, yeah. Oh, go ahead. So I say, I like to ask questions. Um, I know like for like the Mm -hmm. school my kids go to, so we, they go to school. It's a predominantly white school. I mean, there's a little mix of black people in there, but it's predominantly white. So I know for me and me growing up and going to a predominantly white school, I know my first, um, racial experiences that I experienced, I experienced when I was little, someone calling me the N word or something like that. So I asked Bailey lots of questions. <laughs> she comes home and says, oh, well, so-and-so was mean to me. And I'm like, really? What did they say? What did they say that was mean? I ask a lot of questions. And then, um, like, even now, like, we know, okay, with Black History Month, um, we know that they will probably get the, the minimum, you know, the usuals that they usually cover, the, you know, Martin Luther King's and... Um, Harriet Tubman's, you know, we just try to supplement if we can. And then even stories that they teach, like I remember they had to learn about Christopher Columbus. My husband's a big stickler for that. He like, uh-uh, now what they said did not happen. So we have to really try to reteach them what happened in the age appropriate way, like where they know, like the story, I, Zoe had to learn the story of Pocahontas. I ain't lie, I rolled my eyes. And I'm like, that is not what happened with Pocahontas. So we had to actually like tell them what happened, you know, without all the gory details, but kind of tell them what happened. So that's a whole nother topic. So basically a whole show on our history. (laughs) But the basis of what I'm trying to say is tell your kids the truth. Tell them the truth. Even when they're little, like tell them the truth. Just give it in 
age appropriate doses. Like, don't, you know, make stuff up. Of course, I am kind of that parent who's like, I ain't telling my kids about no Santa Claus. Like, that's me. Like, I'm that parent. Cause I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to tell them about some jolly man sneaking in my house because that's not what happens. If you tell your kids about Santa Claus, that's fine. But I'm just like the one <laughs> that's just kind of like... people like to. Yeah. It is because my husband is the one that's like, no, let them have a childhood. Yeah. Just let them believe do. that. Let them do that. So, you know, I'll go with it. But um, try to tell them the truth, like, early on, you know? And ask them questions because that's, that's not- always a good conversation. See how much they know Depend on what the topic oh, yeah. is. And yeah. if they don't know anything, some things you can leave it alone. Or if you want to introduce it to them, you can. Because um, I remember I saw something on social media. There is a young lady. Um, she's Christian. She has a ministry. Um, this is taking a whole nother topic. But anyway, she has a ministry about pornography. And um, mm-hmm. what pornography does. And she was saying how she talks to her kids about sex like they're like five and seven she said now we don't get into like functions but we do get into like body parts we let them know like this is like you know something on the tv if somebody don't have clothes on or somebody doesn't have this on that's pornography like she brings it up and i was thinking to myself i'm like do i need to do that with my own kids because now I'm finding that kids have had been exposed to that, like at young ages, younger and younger now. Um, some kids nine, some kids younger than that. Um, even with like different violations on kids, like kids don't know certain things. So um, I'm just trying to learn. Mm-hmm. They're experimenting what, too. Because they yeah, see stuff and they, yeah. And I was listening to somebody else and they were saying like, the girl was saying, yeah, you know, when my, um, she's grown up now, when my parents wanted to talk to me about sex, I was like maybe 15 or 16. She said, but I already been researching it at like 10 and 11. So I'm just like, I want to give my kids that information for me. Like, that's not me. Like, I'm not about, cause my mom was a straight shooter. So she always gave us that information. So I'm like. I don't need you to get it from which you will probably already get stuff from your little friends, but I want to give you stuff so you feel like you don't have to go searching or you don't have to do yeah. A, C, and D and E. That's a whole nother topic from what we're supposed to be talking That's, about. But. No, but it's, it's <laughs> not though. Because you said mom's uncut, mom chat. That's still this these are conversations that need to be had. So no, that's not off the topic. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah, that you need, gotta you have a kind of conversation. Yeah. yeah. Look here. Hey, my son is 11. <laughs> I re- I'm not ready, but I am. He comes to me. And I thank God for that relationship, for him to be open mind. What is this? You know, I'm going through this change, you know, because sometimes kids will go the other way. So I'm kind of like happy that he he talks to me. And that's good. You, you want him to yeah. come to you. Like, you want him to come yeah. to you. That's good. And early. Kiki, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's not telling. I'm just saying, girl, this is just a mother. It's just, uh, 
being a mother is is amazing is is tearful is joyful it's like all this and just one you know because you go through a million million feelings anxiety you know unknown so as a you know and those feelings are okay y'all okay is it freezing Um, nope. Someone said they can't hear anything. Let us know if you can hear mm -hmm. now. Because we can hear each other. So let us know if you can hear us. If you still can't hear us, is it all of us, Facebook user? Or is it one of us? Let us know. So that we can make adjustments. Um, we lost India. So they'll hopefully they let us know if they can hear um right. if it's all of us or is it one of us. But yeah, that's that's real talk. That's real talk when you get into um the sex conversations, the body parts and all of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can hear everyone. Okay, awesome. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you for letting us know though. I'm glad that you can hear. Yeah, that's that's tough. And it does go under moms. We have to have these conversations. They're necessary. They're very necessary. You don't want them going out. They all have phones and tablets and things and they're seeing things on YouTube or they can Google whatever they want. You don't know what they're yeah. looking at. That's one thing you have no clue. You're not with your child at the hip 24 mm seven. -hmm. The best kid you have zero clue. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, the best kid, they can be sitting there and just <laughs> I use this example. It's very funny. When they first started uh, school, my son would be sitting. First, they were both sitting at the table and stuff. And then Devin was falling off. But he was sitting at the table. He'd get up early, be at the table, ready to go. And uh, I'm like, wow, you up for everybody else at the table going. Devin's dragging, don't want to get up. She's trying to do it in her bed with the laptop. And for all intents and purposes, when the when the grades came out, he wasn't doing that great. And she was. So I was like, huh, I thought it would be the other way around because mm -hmm. you're up, you're ready. You for all intents and purposes, you look like you got it going on, like you're doing the right thing. But that's all it was was a look. Right. It was just like, even though she didn't look like it, she was doing it. You understand? So you can think something's happening one way and it's not. You just never yeah. know. So I had to have a conversation and say, hey, do you need any help? What is it? Let, you know, talk to me. Is it something you need to tutor? Is it something that you don't understand? And I sit here with you. Let's see what's going on. Um, but yeah, but it just tripped me out because one had to look like everything was fine. And the other one did not have to look. But it was, yeah, I get what I'm saying? It, yeah, that really, yeah. That really trips me out. It makes me, it makes me think of even even in like our Christian walk, how some people like they have it going on, have it going on and don't be. And then other people like, listen, I, I mess up with this, this happened, this happened, <laughs> but they, they know God heart and they there, they with them, you know, they, they really at his feet. They like, they like that spirit and that scripture, Lord, I'm a sinner. They're not like the one, like, I'm glad I'm not like him, Lord. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just thinking of that, that, that I always get back to that. Cause it took me out like, wow, you literally, for all intents and purposes, look like everything is aligned up, but you're not even doing the work. 
but you look like you are. You don't look like you are, but you're doing it. Mm-hmm. That just tripped me out. It just tripped me out. So it made me um, really investigate and have the conversations with them both just to see what they needed because I was assuming one thing and it wasn't, you know? So yeah, you just right. never know. Even when it comes down to sex and stuff, you don't know what the kids are looking at. You don't know what they're, they may look like they're not, but you don't know what they're doing. So like India said, asking questions, having conversations are absolutely necessary. They may not even tell you. They Sometimes they're afraid. I'm scared to say this to you. You know, because I don't to be disappointed in me. You know, and then you let them know it's normal to feel this way. It's normal to be curious. Mm-hmm. That's normal. I was there before. I was curious. So let's talk about it. You know, kids get weird like that. Like, eh. mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm glad. That, we know um, we've been here before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's good. That's good. And yeah, that goes under all kinds of mothers can feel that. I don't care how old your children are. You can relate to that. So let's talk spiritual. We talked about the world. We talked about what's going on with virtual school. How are we um, taking care of our ourselves and also our children? Spiritual health. Kiki, you want to start? For me, um, I actually they both had a little Bible apps. I bought them Bibles. Um, we do story time. And I kind of like it because sometimes though she's learning to read, but she had this habit of, I'm just going to get the book myself. And she look at the picture and she just imagine what's probably going on in the picture. And some I let her, you know, because I, she's engaging. And then sometimes I read it, but um, I have like the kids' Bibles, like the stories, just so they can get the stories, who they are in the Bible. Then my son, his is more of a teaching. So I try to get them to kind of like read on their own, they have questions, you know, ask, like my son, if he has questions, he asks me, um, but he's more into reading. So for me, I try to get it to where I can make it a family thing, even if it's just, I'd rather for us to do the story first so they can know the characters, uh, what it was about. So I'm, I'm just start implementing that for them. And for me, it's me staying connected uh, with the group of women he put in my life and me doing my own, um, me getting them the Bible, me reading it and, um, having some, um, me time with him. That's for me to develop a relationship with him. But for me, I feel, um, I say, take it, um, day, day by day. Some days you might not feel, but for me, I say, keep pressing and, um, don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. And, um, Take one scripture at a time because the Bible is a lot and just let it speak to you. And just like I said, the first thing I would for me, it's good for me to read. And then I'll try to study for understanding. But most let me get the story. Let me see what's going on. Let me get the just of it. No, the just of it. But um, just start. Start start somewhere. It doesn't matter where you start, even if it's just five minutes, two minutes, a devotion. Just start. And then eventually over time, even if don't read, really, I find out sometimes if I lay in my bed and I wake up, I fake him laying there like I woke up today. And then you keep doing mm-hmm. it. Um, you'll get it. Like you get it feeling like you, you, it'll start talking to you. Like, dang, I'm, I'm blessed because I have another day. So it's the little things, the yeah. little things. Yeah. I found it easier when my children were younger. Um, Tyler's 
when Tyler was young, I was Jehovah's Witness. So we were, you know, we were had a regular routine of going to the Kingdom Hall and things like that. Um, but then after I got saved and Devin was younger, we were going to um, church and it was really awesome because she was really excited. You know, kids, they just loving all the different things that they're doing. Um, but as they get older, to try to keep that attention, it, it it's not the same. You know, but we still have different type of conversations. We always talk. I am one who is always talking about the Lord. I'm talking about the Lord and I am talking, relating it to real life experiences. So um, I don't feel the same way as when they were younger because they are 15, 16 and 22. So we have different type of conversations, but I always relate it back and let them know if I don't give you anything. I told me and Frank, we don't give you nothing else. We want to give you the Lord because we're not always going to be here. I want you to know who God is. I want you to get connected. They've all been baptized. Two of them are filled with Holy Ghost. Um, and, and God is going to fill the other. <laughs> and I'm just really thankful of every conversation we get to have. We use the Bible app also. And we have, um, not all the time, but we do have the plans and we'll have conversations. I let them read. And then I ask them, what did you get from that? What does that mean to you? You know, and we have talks like that. Um, everywhere, whether we're driving, whether we're at the dinner table, where we, I literally, wherever I am, am relating something back to scripture <laughs> to the point where they like, mom, <laughs> that's okay. I want to get it in you as much as I can, because we don't just, we live this. This is my life. This is a part of who I am. So it's going to come out, you know, but um, how is it with you, India, with, with Bailey? And well, Bailey probably is, is into what about Zoe. How is it with you with, with uh, teaching them about God and, and sharing the word? Well, um, I'm actually excited because Zoe is like getting to the point where she like understands more. Like, um, like now for like Christmas, the Christmas that just passed, you know, we know the whole gifts and everything. But we talked about I was like, oh, you know, that's jesus's birthday you know that's the day we set aside to celebrate jesus's birthday and i'm like isn't he a loving god that you get presents on his birthday like that is great so before she started talking about her presence she was like well it's jesus birthday right can we sing happy birthday to jesus on christmas day like can we do that and i was like yeah we can do that and her and bailey will have like little conversations that I ear hustle on and they'll be like, well, where's Jesus? Like Zoe will ask her, well, where's Jesus? And Bailey's like, duh, he's in heaven. And she's like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah. So their understanding is getting better. Um, I got them a devotional. So it's, uh, like I said, they're smaller. So it's like a VeggieTale devotional and it's for girls, specifically for girls. And it's like a whole year devo devotional. So it has like a little lesson. And then it asks a question at the end, like to apply it to your life. So I ask the question, they answer it. We pray. I ask them, does anybody want to pray? Do you want to pray? Zoe, hands down, wants to pray all the time. Sometimes depending on how Bailey feeling that day, she want to pray or not. Surprisingly, right? Um and so we've been doing that and then we do like the um the bible app like on the phone but the kids version i like that one because they do like stories and it'll be like a little quiz at the end and you get points um depending on how many answers you get right so they like that it's like a game um so i just make sure we pray together 
a couple times a day. Well, we pray before they go to bed, but I make sure we have like an intentional prayer like during the day. And then I'm like, well, what are we thankful for? Who do you want to pray for? What do you want God to do for you? Um, my mom has started them learning a scripture, like not every week, but like just learning a scripture. So I kind of just kind of carry that on. So they'll say what the scripture is. They'll say what it means. And I'm like, what does that mean to you? Um, and then for like church, I try to just keep them plugged in. If we got any kids stuff going on at church, I try to keep them plugged in with that. We do virtual church online because our church doesn't do in person yet. So on Sundays, we'll sit there and we'll watch it together. Um, same things applies. I'm like, well, before you can do anything else, we're going to sit here. We're going to watch church. You're going to get up. You're going to clap. You're going to do all that good stuff. And they like that. I think they just like dancing around. That's probably what they like. <laughs> but they'll do that. And um, for my own self, I just make sure I try to do devotionals. Like if I can't, if I don't do it like early in the morning, during Lael's nap time, I'll try to take that nap time because the girls are usually in their Zoom class and have that time for my own self. I try to journal. Um, I listen to a sermon. Um, I try to pray. I'd be like, because I need my time every single day. Um, so that's what we've been doing to try to, you know, keep our spiritual life going. With them, I'm just trying to get them into you know, knowing that this guy is like, he's like a real God that you can talk to for yourself. Like you don't need mommy to do it. Like mm -hmm. if you're scared in the middle of the night, you always can come get me, but guess what? You could pray to God yourself. I try to start doing that because Bailey used to have yeah. like nightmares a lot. And I'm like, girl, you start praying to God for yourself. You can come get me whenever you want to, but you could pray for yourself. So it had been times where she'd be like, mommy, I had a bad dream, but I prayed to God and then I went back to sleep and I didn't have any more bad dreams. So um, that's been my main thing, letting them know that God is real and they don't need me that's to get awesome. to them. They can do it themselves. So when they do say like, yeah. oh, I pray, you know, that's and I'm neat. like, you don't have to say this or that. You can talk to him whenever you want to because he's everywhere. Even if mommy's getting on your nerves, you can tell him that. Cause I'm pretty yes. sure I'm getting all y'all nerves. You can tell. <laughs> you can tell him that. That's fine. Uh, so I'm just trying to let them know, like, you know, this is between you and him. You don't need me. You don't need daddy. You guys can go to him yourself. He's always listening. He always hears you. You can tell him whatever you need to tell him. So that's where we are right now. That's good. And you know what? They can develop it. It sometimes it can seem kind of strange because it's like, well, I can't see him. So how does that work? But when mm -hmm. you're reading his word, like you say, you have the veggie tales, you guys have the different um, books that you have at that age that they can relate to. They can get to see his his character, you know, or see him mm -hmm. in action. So that's cool. That's yeah. really, really cool. I like that. I like veggie tales. There's a lot, of, lot to be said great. for praying. Girl, Tyler, I like veggie tales because they, can, they put things like in their perspective, like their little bitty lives, like mm -hmm. they put it in their perspective. Because I remember one these Veggie Tales, they're cartoon. It's a cartoon. No, I know I haven't heard. This is my first time. Yeah, they're, on they're on Netflix. And then okay. they have, you can go on Amazon and they have books. They have devotionals. Yeah. Okay. They're All like right. vegetables. And they talk about vegetables. God. I they're Tyler. Hey, hey, Tyler, can go. you put that in the thing just for anyone who wants to? Um... Veggie Tales. 
Veggie Tales. See them live, man. She did she like them? Usually, kids. kids like them. They see. Yeah, yeah, she used to love Veggie Tales. Girl, they be saying like Veggie Tales. She's like really oh. corny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she like nothing that has to do with Veggie Well, I'm gonna well, try. Thought, it you know, funny. I used to think. <laughs> you see. She's like, I don't want that. I don't want Elmo. I don't want. So there's something, yeah. Yeah, Bailey's not. How can I teach you? So let me just teach you. Bailey's not so much into the cartoon, but she likes the devotional book because you know Bailey just thinks she's a teenager right now at this point. (laughs) But she likes the devotional book because she likes answering the questions. Zoe will watch like the cartoon. Zoe and Leia will watch the cartoon. Yeah, you but. know what, guys? It's important also, and I know y'all already do that. I know y'all do it already. But people who are watching, always give God glory and and do it in front of your kids and let them know God did this. We thank God for this. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have this if it wasn't for Him. He's keeping us. This is mm-hmm. all the time. This is because and remind them, you better thank God for. If some good happened, I'd be like, you better thank God for that. So they know to be like, thank you, Jesus. Thank even my cousin, she's like a, a, a honorary child. I just love her. Um, she comes over a lot before she even goes somewhere out of town. She's like, I want to come get prayer. Come anoint me. Because what God, let me tell you why she does that. God is so awesome, right? She had a condition on her hand. And she kept going to the doctor, kept going to the doctor. And I said, let me pray for you. We pray for you. I said, and, and before I prayed for her, I held her hands. I anointed her hands and I held them in my hand and I looked at her. I said, do you believe that Jesus can heal you? And she said, yes, I do. Now she was only, let's see, she's 18 now, 17. She was probably about 15, 16. She said, yes, I do. So I, I anointed her hands and I prayed over her hands. And when I say seven days later, her hands was completely healed of this skin issue she had wow. basically all of her life. So she knows the power of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. She knows. So she's like, something going down. I'm going to pray. Tyra, I'm about to go here. Can you pray for me? Mm-hmm. Or if she she watches these certain movies. I said, stop watching the movies. You know, they, they're bad. All the demons movies. She'd be like, can you anoint me? <laughs> pray over my eye gate. She was like, I prayed. Or she'll be somewhere and she'll say, I prayed. I prayed because I shouldn't have watched that. This is a teenager. But what I what I say that to say, they know it's my life. I'm talking about God all day, but I'm showing you also in demonstration. He's showing right. you. And my belief matching with that, with her belief. So she's a teenager and that stayed with her. Now she still calls on him. She still, she was talking about a guy she's dating. She's like, he don't believe like I believe. And I said, well, telling the, the danger in that also, you can date. But don't don't let him take you from what you believe. You know what I mean? You know to be true. And she said, Oh no, I know he already God showed me who he was. You know what I mean? Just certain things like that. And that touches me and that keeps me in a certain place. Um spiritually, it blesses me because she's so young. You know, it blesses me that God moved like that because she believed. She said, Yeah, I believe that child like believes, like I believe he can do it, you know. So we just continue to live, live for him in front of our children, in front of people in general. You don't know what's going to happen. Just keep staying the course. You know, we can't micromanage everything, 
but we can live out our faith, you know? This is what I believe. This is why I believe it, you know? And who knows what'll happen? I, she just blessed my whole soul when she came over um, not too uh, long ago. She was like, I'm going out of town. I'd like you to anoint me and pray for me <laughs> before I get on the plane. She's like, she told her mom, I'm not, I gotta go get prayer first. I'm not going to get on that plane. I said, wow, that just blessed me. That just really blessed me. Yeah, but he just let you know if you walk the walk, people are watching. They see even when they are young age, because I know my Zoe, you <laughs> she go jump. She see she she watches everything I do. She prepare for me. She tell other people. Nothing wrong with her. She's just talking in tongue. She's talking to God. She's gonna pray. Well, y'all be with my Zoe. She pray. We gotta pray before even Kivon. Kivon, my kids watches me a lot. Mm. So it rubs off on them. It rubs off on them because I would my sister mm-hmm. called me. Somebody come and they be like Zoe said we can't eat nothing till we pray on food and uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh you know then Kivon to have his his I matches. But it lets you know you know people look even when my nieces come over. Uh, she they forget Auntie. We, we gotta do this first. Remember. They remind me when I when I'm mm-hmm. off my game. Like, dang, mm-hmm. let me get back to um, get myself together. But <laughs> I'm learning that it's important that I walk right. That's what that's basically what I'm saying because yeah. my children, my nieces, yeah. they are watching me. That is so true. Because Bailey, <laughs> oh my gosh, she's the same way. Like, if I was at home, praying and stuff like that and like when zoe was younger she didn't really know she'd be like mommy's crying and then zoe bailey would be like she's not crying she's just playing praying she's okay she's just praying <laughs> and zoe would follow me around the house or leo will even do the same thing leo will come around and she'll just go like this amen <laughs> hallelujah or she'll go like this and i'm like okay okay little prayer warrior Okay, it's important. It's so important, especially like for someone who's worked in like children's ministries or youth ministries throughout the years. I feel like sometimes people are just kind of like, well, let me just take my kids to church. Let me just take them to church. Okay, yeah, that's good, but it really is a joint partnership because they're with you mostly all the time they might only see me or somebody from church on sundays maybe a tuesday or thursday what have you but they're with you so if you're not living this thing out in front of them they're just kind of like they think it's a joke like they might come and they'd be like well, my mama don't do that my daddy don't do that that's not what we see at home like and kids will tell you they'll be like oh we don't we don't do this at home like they won't take it seriously so getting that word in them or getting god in them we'll say because the bible always talks about childlike faith like this is the time to get them like if you get it in Uh now i don't care what happens when they grow up and you might think they're doing a b and c it's like a boomerang it's always gonna come back it's always gonna come back and they're definitely i'm like a big old baby y'all got me (laughs) crying about these babies (laughs) getting ourselves together spiritually is the best thing we can do for our kids yeah And living it out in front of them Amen. and making sure it's like, you know, a part of our daily lives. So like that's the best thing. I mean, honestly, and that's across the board, like even in regards to mental health, 
taking yeah. care of yourself as a mom, that's the best thing you can do for your kids. Because if mm -hmm. you're okay, you can give to them. Like you can't pour from like an empty cup or a pitcher. Yeah. You can't. So if you're taking care of yourself in all those areas, like it has nothing, no choice but to spill over into your kids. Absolutely. And your kids are going to pay attention and they're going to reciprocate the things that you do. Right. Absolutely. That's one of the truest statements ever. And yeah. the mother, the tone of the home. Oh yes. It it, it comes down through us. Yeah, we we make a difference. Empty we definitely do. Empty picture. It's an empty picture. <laughs> right. I say picture because it's like you got to pour into so much when you got kids and, you know, mm -hmm. family members. Yes, like, that's good. Our work is never done. So I like it. Me, I like you it. You ain't no good. Like, you're no good. And that's a lesson that I'm, like, starting to learn now. Like, even down to, like, make sure you go to the doctor. Make sure you get your checkups. Do that. Don't be like, oh, I got to yeah. make everybody else yeah. appointment. No, make your appointment, too. If you need to go see a therapist, you know, go see somebody and talk to somebody. I like, your mental health is important. Like, all that stuff is important. Like, you got to get yourself yeah. together. So, during this pandemic and God knows everything else that's going around in the world. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Like, that's the best advice. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the best advice somebody gave me as a mom. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody else. That's true. So maybe I should start trying to Not take care of myself. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what an interesting thought. That's Maybe good. I should go to the doctor and start putting it up. Like, <laughs> craziness. Like, you ain't that busy. Like, come yeah. on. You're not that busy. Yeah. But as moms, everyone else is first. Until you have to realize. Then you start getting frustrated or you your stuff is going on with you. And you're like, why? What's wrong? Because you're not putting yourself or you're not taking care mm -hmm. of you. So that you can better take care of them. You're not doing it. When you start getting frustrated, things fall apart. You need to yeah. say, "What am I doing? Am I am I taking after me?" You know, that's why I went and got a massage the other day. You know, with my mask on and everything is very very safe, and I got a pedicure. There's certain my massage is every month. It's monthly maintenance, mm -hmm. so that's what I need for me and um, for them in this house, so they can be good and safe. <laughs> I know that right self care. <laughs> and you know what? Everybody's monthly maintenance looks different. Like even if it's just yeah. getting out of the car, or getting out of the house, and going somewhere and sitting in peace and quiet. I love the car. So you can the hear car yourself, is, girl. Who who else be in the car worshiping and praising? Girl, yes, I love car worship. Girl, car praying and car—that's the best. That's yeah. the best. It really is. That used to be when I was working at the hospital. That was my praise and worship time. The whole car ride there and the whole car ride back. I got some revelations in the car. I used to be like, okay. I think everybody do. I'm like, that is good. That is really good. When I go out, I come back. I will sit in my car for like another half an hour. Just sitting there, decompressing, finishing whatever I was listening to. Like, there's something about the car. But yes, moms, take care of yourselves, please. You guys should yep. try it. Yeah, please. go get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> go for a ride. 
Go yes. and start praising mm-hmm. God and praying God. to God. Start praying. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this time, even to be in this car, Father. My ears are mm-hmm. open to you, Lord. Speak to me. I got such and such going on, and I just need to hear from you. You know, go somewhere. That's a quiet place between you and him. And and talk. Talk real. That's like we talking like talk. Yeah, someone said, yes, that's where I hear the voice of God. Yes, in the car. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Don't discount that place. That's a good place. You'd be sitting in front of your house. (laughs) I I heard the voice of God in my car. I heard him when I really wasn't even praying. I was just venting in the car. And I was like, wait a minute. I think you was going to say nothing back. I ain't trying to hear that right now. (laughs) Okay. I was trying to get it out of my system. Right I'm not oh, okay. We can stop this conversation. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, or it be times where... When you get to really know yeah. the Lord... Go ahead, yeah. No, I was going to say, it'll be those times... There's sometimes I don't even listen to the music. It's just, he be like, don't talk. Like, he, he, my spirit be like, you don't need it on. Because sometimes he just want that you and him time. Yeah. Riding, riding. Because yeah. I be worried, like, why is that my kind of music? But it, it, when no music has brought comfort and clarity for me, for me, it, it brings comfort and clarity. And yeah. that's where you hear him. Turn the music. Even I say, even the gospel, I turn it off. Ran mm-hmm, peace. Mm-hmm. Let it come. That's, that's absolutely. You know, that's so funny you said that because mm-hmm. I remember when I was growing up and getting in the car with my mom. It might be just me and her or something like that. And I'm like, so we're not going to turn the radio on? We're just going to ride the That's how my kids be. And she would just be like, you don't always need the radio on. We don't always have to have a conversation. Just ride in peace. And I used to be like, is so crazy but now i understand <laughs> now i completely understand your kids just be thinking like so what's going on like what's taking place i completely understand now right that's why i said because first i didn't I at first it. i didn't understand but it seemed like mostly me trying to learn his voice i've, I've been like okay and lately, I drive, even when I was at work in the morning, there's no music. Even so, my kind of look at me like, mine. I said, no, we drive, we, peace. But it brings peace to me, comfort. Mm-hmm. Like, my whole mood yeah. kind of changed. Like, I'm not all disco, but my mind ain't thinking about what I got to do with the kids. Is I get clarity, silence, mm-hmm. peace, comfort when I'm riding in a car with just nothing. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. I love that. And it's, and it's, and and it's that something. It's awesome. That he goes to work that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, it, it's, it's good for downloading too. You Let the Lord download things. Yeah. I was. I see already there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is. It's. it's mm-hmm. You'd be like, Lord, what's, what's hold on? What, what you what you talking about? And it's it's an awesome time and. It's me learning, and I'm just learning the process. And like any said, at first I thought it was weird. Even my kids were like, Mom, what the? They, do you know 
God comforts them too. Because I had one time, they all were silent. Nobody else, and we were just crying. I said, wow. I like this, but... I think because we get so used to having like background noise. We always got this background noise on. Like no sometimes you be in the house, if, whether it's the TV or a podcast or you might not even be paying attention to it. But it's just background noise, like noise, all this noise, all this noise constantly going on. Because if this noise mm-hmm. is going on, you can't really pay attention. You can, And you're not paying attention. Like you're not. So it's good to like quiet yourself down mm-hmm. and there's peace and quiet. Like I remember I used to be like uncomfortable to sit in quiet. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this. Mm-mm. But I feel like when you sit in quiet, <laughs> like you're forced yeah, like to deal with yourself and the thoughts that are going on with yourself. And you're at peace where you can kind of hear from God. You know, I know like they say, like when you sleep, when you're sleeping, that's like, uh, um, somebody tell me before when you're sleeping, it's like you're at like a level where you're not resisting. So if God chooses to speak to you in dreams, how he speaks to some people in dreams, it's easier to because you're not resisting. You're like just he can say whatever he needs to say to you because you're not resisting. So, but that's the same. You can still do that and not be asleep. That's the same thing with peace. You settle down, and it's not always about like asking anything. Sometimes it's just sitting there quiet. You know. So I do that every day. Every day now, um, I meditate. I meditate on the Word of God, and then I sit just quietly. Um, and if I get a thought. It's like, okay, I had a thought. Okay, thought, now you got to (laughs) go. You can't stay here. I just want to sit quietly. Um, And I do that, and it it allows me to focus and take charge of my day and clear my mind. Because, India, you're right. There is a lot of background noise. It's always something. And I'm a podcast listener also. I like to always listen to something, especially spiritual things. But sometimes I have to cut it off. YouTube videos. sit quietly you know it's so helpful to our mental health it's helpful to those thoughts those especially negative thoughts to creep in or even thoughts of you need to do this or you need to do that nope not right now i just need to be i need to be present right here i don't think we're present enough i think actually i know we're not present enough because we'll be doing this like some people are watching us now but we're in a corner and they're scrolling on facebook you know it's just like we can be doing something, but we're not present. We're not here paying attention. And sometimes even church being at home, people aren't really paying attention because it's home. You make because there's too many distractions. You're able to do this and do that. You have to practice being in the moment. You have to practice being present. It's not something that's just going to come naturally to you. It's just like when you were talking about practicing these routines and doing a sacrifice. But the blessing that you'll get on the back end is priceless. You know, you'll be calmer. You'll be so much calmer. You'll know how to, to really um, to uh, uh, capture those thoughts. Because thoughts are fluid. They won't stop. Thoughts don't stop. But you can capture them and just say, I'm not going to deal with that right now, or I don't need to, I don't need to deal with that right now, you know, and if it's negative, you definitely can cast it down, but just being present, being calm, being in a moment 
and um, allowing yourself that time is necessary. You can create the time. Don't say you don't have the time. Create it because we all have the same 24 hours. Take the time, make it. So yeah. that's what I just, I would just say. I don't know why I felt uh, led to say that, but somebody needed to hear that. To sit with yourself, take the time. You can even start with two minutes to five minutes. And yeah. Go ahead. And just and piggyback off of what you said, and then that's the last thing I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> they have, um, they even have devotionals on the Bible app where it's that. It's that they might give you a scripture and they might give you like a thought maybe, but they, um, it, it basically teaches you how to quiet yourself down and sit. Even though it's a devotional, they quiet most of the time. Mm -hmm. They'll give you whatever the topic might be. It might be trust or something like that. Um, and they'll give you the scripture and then they'll just go quiet. They say, calm yourself, calm your mind and sit and let God give whatever he needs to give to you. So yeah. they will tell you like, you know, if you're thinking thoughts, stop thinking, you know, cast that down and just sit and let your body sit and rest in the quietness and the peacefulness of his presence, because you have to train yourself how to do that. So if you're trying to learn how to do that, they have like tons of apps that I found on the Bible app that will help you to kind of go through that. And they're like maybe 20. Guided. Guide yeah. Yeah. It's guided. So it's guided good meditation. Practice. Yeah. It's good practice. I'm going to do that. You guys, we have um, uh, Saturday, March 13th. I put the flyer in the group and I'll keep um, advertising it. Our sister talk. We have quarterly sister talk where we get together and we unmask. We have straight talk. Um, this sister talk, we're going to be talking about relationships. And um, it's going to be like a praise and pajamas day. <laughs> and I'm going to have a, a, a segment there where I will do guided meditation with you guys with the scripture and just to quiet us and get us um, in a state of mind where we can hear what thus says the Lord. You know, we want to learn how to. So I was going to introduce that just to, to help women learn how to get some focus and some clarity in their life and learn how to slow down and be present. Because it's been amazing for me. I'm, you know, it's something that I've learned and it's been very helpful. And I teach it. Literally start calling me. <laughs> can you, can you, am I back up? Okay. Somebody started calling me in the middle of the <laughs> show. Everyone knows that I have a show every week. <laughs> it was a family member too. Um, Yep. So the sister talk is Saturday, March 13th. Check the flyer out. You guys are welcome to attend. It is free to attend. We don't charge, but we do accept donations um, as we continue to get our paperwork together for 5013C. So thank you. Um, I hope to see you guys there. I just wanted to throw that out there as we were talking about quieting ourselves because we're all about just um, getting closer to God and also just being nicer <laughs> to us and to others, understanding that we're sharing experience together and we all have something to give one to the other. So I just wanted to put a plug out there for the sister talk. Um, look out for the flyer and you must register also. So register, register, register. It's important. Okay. Kiki, I know it's time for, for 
for you to, it to was, wind sorry, it down. It went over like one minute, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, okay. thank thank you guys for this sh sharing your time with us. Um, we did go over one minute. Um, we just going to do um a quick takeaway. Whoever want to do a quick takeaway, something that you want to leave to the audience, or a word of encouragement for them. Um, now is the time before we close. India or Tara, do y'all wanna? I think all of you guys. Uh, you good? I just collectively just what they said. India said, get a routine. Kiki said, get some support and be easy on yourself. Show some grace. We talked about um, getting in a car, sitting quietly with the Lord, praising Him, talking with Him, listening for Him, and sitting quiet with yourself. So, yeah, just that's the wrap up that I would do there. India, if you have anything to add, go right ahead. I agree with everything you said. Take care of yourself, moms. That's the only <laughs> thing I want to add to it. Take care of yourself yes. mentally, spiritually, physically, all that. Take care of yourself. Yes, yes, yes. And I just want to say thank you again. Um, right now, I want everyone to clear their mind. If you are able to stay and pray with us, please do. Um, India, do you mind closing us out? Beautiful. Okay, I will. Girl, I was putting my head down like, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Amen. All right. Amen. All, all hearts and minds clear. All right. We thank you, God, for this time together. We thank you, Lord God, for letting us all gather here, Lord God. We thank you for every single person that was able to watch live tonight and the people who will watch on the, um, um, on, Lord, the, word just slipped my mind the people who will watch on the replay lord we thank you for each and every one of these women lord god we know lord god or you know lord jesus what they stand in need of lord god so today lord god i'm praying lord god that you fulfill each and every one of their needs lord god in the name of jesus lord god i'm praying lord god that something that we said lord god needs that was something that they needed to hear on today, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, the things, Lord God, that you would want them to take away, Lord God, that it sticks, Lord God, and that it falls on good ground, Lord God. I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you give comfort where they need comfort, Lord God. You give rest where we need rest, Lord God. You give peace where we need peace, Lord God. We know, Lord God, that we are to pursue peace, Lord God. So we're praying, Lord God, that we can pursue that peace in you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. As we go to sleep tonight, I'm praying, Lord God, that you cover our homes, Lord God, cover our minds, cover our children right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, cover us, Lord God, that during this pandemic and the things that are going on, that you continue to cover us, Lord God, keep our minds, Lord God, and keep us drawn closer to you, Lord God. We thank you for this time, Lord God. We don't take it lightly, Lord God. We thank you for your presence, Lord God. We thank you for your words, Lord God, that went forth tonight, Lord God. And we just thank you for each and every woman, Lord God, on this panel right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, have your way in our lives, Lord God, and we will continue to give you all the praise, all the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, we are stronger together. We go higher together. We're stronger together. Let's keep unity. Take care of ourselves. We'll see you back here next Wednesday at 7 p.m.
Thank you.